Oh my goodness. Fusco, Fusco, Fusco. You know what that tune's called? What is it called? Lament for the pipe band season. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mr. Fusco. Yes, Josh. You know what really uh, just puts a head wound in my pipe band season? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Every single event being canceled, and not only all the events being canceled, including my own, but all of the uh, amazing work being done by people in the community, both the pipe band community, the athletics community, the drumming community, uh, organizers across the world, to try to figure out how to, you know, not die. Not just die in a literal sense, but also in an organizational sense. Are they doing work? Because I've I've gone into a hole. I have no idea what's going on out there. Which hole did you go into? And <laughs> did you use protection? The hole in my sheets that I've worn <laughs> from, <laughs> from, from a whole lot of humping my bed. From humping that same thin <laughs> Ikea mattress for two years. Hello, everyone. My name I is Josh. I bought two of them just for that purpose. <laughs> <laughs> just so you can flip them over because you're not going to go through both. No, 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 no. It's not that long. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Josh. Welcome to the Chain Rain Podcast. I have to warn you, this is an explicit show. So before we move on, uh, I would highly recommend you just uh, wash your hands, uh, put your mask on, and don't listen to anything else because we're the best. That's five, four, three, two, one. Listeners can review the show on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, etc. Hey, if you drop us a review and send it to us, whether it's one star or five stars, we'll probably send you a sticker. So, you know, think about that. We don't have any stickers, so don't promise that. We'll get some, I'll order some more stickers. Okay, some Listeners stickers? can send in emails and voicemails. We play it on air. You can like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or if you're Australian, Snapchat. Check out the Chain Rant store at chainrant.com. And this episode of the Chain Rain Podcast is brought to you by our patrons, those uh, lovely people who have decided to pay $5 a month f- to listen to two hours of dick jokes once a week. Uh, we appreciate you very much, and you can become a patron at patreon.com slash chain Last but not least, if you are a fan, invite, share with your friends. Uh, I, I, I have an interesting factoid. Do you? Um, when, I ta- when we talk about inviting and sharing with your friends and liking us on Facebook... Uh, on Facebook, the Western United States Pipe Band Association has 1,122 likes, and we have 1,144. We were officially more popular <laughs> on Facebook than the Western United Are States really? Pipe Band Association. Yeah. Wow. That didn't take very long. They've only no, existed uh, for yeah. 50 years. Yeah, and we've only been around for two, so... Uh, <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good about that, yeah. you know? So here's here's what, what are, I want our listeners to do. I want our listeners to decide what pipe band association we should overtake in Facebook likes next. <laughs> I'm going to I mean, RSPBA is only like 2,200. That's an easy target. Is it really? 2,200? Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Nobody likes them. Well, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, so if you're out there and you're a channel and listener, uh... Get us past 2,200 likes. Invite your friends to like the page, and we could we could have more likes on the RSPBA. That would be pretty funny. <laughs> that would be really funny. <laughs> then we can mobilize yes. against, against them, Facebook-wise. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, a bunch of keyboard fucking warriors that are our audience. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's good that we have warriors on our side. That's all that matters. Oh, so, Sko, how you been, man? How are you enjoying good. How are you enjoying the literally the 
like least favorite apocalypse. I was I was told we'd have zombies. I have a lot of bullets for nothing. So not interesting out there. Yeah, yeah I got a I carry a knife to the grocery store just in case. And yeah. um, I don't know. It's my pretty, tomahawk. It's pretty boring. My this, tomahawk cannot tomahawk coronavirus. This is the most boring end of the world I've ever experienced. It's really exhausting. I'm really hoping we had <laughs> zombies soon. When is that going to happen? When do people? Well, actually, our well, our guests might talk about it, but apparently, people are fighting with each other in apartment complexes and housing complexes in Vegas, yeah, that's and true. like fighting over what? I have no idea because the stores are fine, so I don't know what they're fighting over. But maybe they're taking advantage of. Um, I don't know. Well, and this is actually a perfect time to uh, introduce our guest. We have the one and only Mister Buggy. Uh, coming to us live from Las Vegas at his own home, not the same home that we are in. No. Hello, everybody. Uh, for those of you who don't remember the early uh, days of Chanarant when we were in more trouble than we are now. <laughs> <laughs> the good old days. Uh, so so uh, Mr. Buggy is the piping and drumming chair for the Las Vegas Celtic Society. He is also a friend of mine and former bandmate of mine and yours as well. Mine as well. And a former student. I started Buggy way yeah. back, like, God, 2002 or something. Oh, was that when it was? 2004, yeah. yeah. Yep. I used to go to Buggy's house, and this is when he was still a uh, single guy, living the life, living the dream. Playing StarCraft and play jerking off. Yeah, and pipes. <laughs> <laughs> he was a very single <laughs> Me guy. Me and my dogs. <laughs> uh, and I can, I can vouch, um, having known Buggy since I started playing pipes, because we started right around the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Buggy, I was... Uh, yeah, it was probably uh, right about exactly the same time. I think we both started with under Van. Yeah, man. And with, uh, with the uh, group lessons. And I can and I can also vouch as a as an event organizer that uh, James Buggy might be the best piping and drumming chair ever to piping and drumming chair. He is a he is a fire and forget missile man. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So, but, uh, but yeah, so. We we brought Buggy on tonight because uh, we had I think it was by now and, and it's hard because we're in a time warp because we've recorded so many episodes, but we had some conversation uh, on an episode like maybe one or two or so ago about like R two sports and like how how the fee split works between associations and event organizers and like who gets the money where does it go what does it take to set up these kinds of events and in the opposite of what would be traditional Channer rant style. We said, "Hey, let's put a pin in this until we get Buggy on." Instead of just talking out of our ass drunkenly for an hour, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we didn't put a pin in. It. I'm pretty sure we talked out of our ass, but we uh... we put a decent sized pin. I mean, maybe we talked out of our ass for like 15 minutes, but I distinctly remember saying multiple times, "We got to get Buggy on. Buggy will know. Buggy, somebody will know the answer to this that we are asking questions and getting all angry about." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, I don't remember what those questions were, but maybe we'll accidentally. Find uh, I've, I've got I've got some of them written down. All right, good. But yeah, so we're very excited to have Buggy on. Uh, he's a phenomenal volunteer for uh, the Las Vegas Celtic Society uh, and our Highland Games. And uh, real quick, we just have a couple plugs. We had a couple plugs to do, you know? Just like I a say, bald guy or some dude that likes getting pegged by a 90-year-old lady, we got plugs. <laughs> so first off, uh, you know, in the midst of this uh, horrific situation that we're all in, uh, self-quarantining, etc., you might need clothes. And might I suggest the Wash Your Hands Eternal Youth Tea on Chanterant.com. Yes. It has both steps you need uh, as a Chanteranter to avoid getting sick. Wash your hands and hail Satan. Yes. Pray to the unholy Lord himself and also wash your hands. Yeah. 
The great it, deceiver. It reminds you of those two things. The great deceiver said, don't have faith in other people washing their hands. Wash your own. Wash your own hands. Uh, don't touch money, I believe he said as well. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, only touch money through your G-string where it was inserted. Obviously. Right. Where, yeah, it was, yeah, where it was meant to be. Yeah, where it was. In a G-string. And then wash your hands. And right. then and then wash your hands. <laughs> Uh, this is a great shirt. I but like also, it. in addition to that, um, one piping institution that we have uh, relentlessly plugged to little <laughs> financial avail for us. Uh, some. Some. <laughs> the Piper's Dojo. So, Fusco, tell us about this like free week that's left. Because I think by the time this comes out, is the free week's going to be over? He's extended it because, of course, the um, the just. The destruction of society as we know it has continued, mm-hmm. so he keeps extending it. But uh, the dojo, the Piper's Dojo, is currently free to everyone to uh, live classes. Let's say that live classes are free to everyone, and it's been uh, it's been great. We've had so many great new students showing up. Uh, so take advantage of that. Go to the dojo and ask about. Hey man, how can I attend live classes for free? Because I got absolutely nothing to do, and there's 17 classes a day, and I want to be in every one of them, like just like Aussie Broad and. Uh, I'm not like beer boy Brad who shows up to nothing, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. And when you're in those classes, just, you know, hashtag one of the six right in that comment box. Absolutely. Um, I get a lot of people that mention tell them, <laughs> tell them that you're not going to continue paying when the free period is over, when the world's gone back to normal, unless they uh, cut Jan Rand a check. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, and go into Andrew's class. I, and I, I desire all I want is we want exactly uh, $666 for everyone that we get signed up. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of money for each person. That is. But I'm, I'm, no, not, no, I'm, I'm not going to disagree. Overall. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. No. Yeah. So, yeah, now go into Andrew's class, say one, hashtag one of the 666, and uh, <laughs> 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 he will appreciate that. And, of course, go to Rad Matheson's class and say, hey, man, I heard you on Chanarant, and uh, your stories are hilarious. They're so goddamn funny. I can't even take it anymore. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, Dojo's free. Uh, check it out. It's really important to uh, – Support your uh, non-local musicians like Dojo and Brad Matheson, and uh, hey, it gives us all work to do. So, um, but Buggy, uh, how are you holding up in these financial distressing times? You uh, well, still I got working, a, or what? Uh, not too bad. We're uh, my my. I have two jobs, um, and my main employer is taking very good care of us. Uh, That's the win, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, You're down to two jobs? You had, like, <laughs> you had like six well, last you know, time I talked I'm, to you. I'm down to two paying jobs. There oh, you go, okay. There you go. Um, uh, so, yeah, they're they're taking real good care of us and, and paying us through this time. And um, So if you ever come to Las Vegas, come. Yeah, definitely go to the win. The win is, like is a model of, like, how maybe it should be done because they're – I mean, granted, Steve Wynn's gone, and I didn't agree with that, but – you know, I don't know how you – actually, we should ask Buggy about that, but we'll, we'll get in that later. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, man, they're, they yeah, are – they are like more one drinks of, before I say anything about that. <laughs> they're one of the few properties in town because they're more uh, – you could almost say independently owned. They don't. They, they only own the Wynn and uh, Encore, right? So, but they're uh, really, here in town, yeah. Yeah, they're taking care of their employees quite well as compared to everybody else. Oh, oh man. MGM who laid everybody off. On, yeah, just destroying <laughs> the economy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. This is all secondhand information, but I mean, I've heard that they've basically fired everyone from MGM. Yes, no, yeah. they, no, they, they have. Almost everybody. They, uh, that is secondhand information and also accurate. It's firsthand information you know, they, from uh, somebody I know that works for the MGM. 
<laughs> yeah, they've you know severance pay, you know paid out vacations, you know as turned in uniforms, you know mm-hmm. you're just done, and they'll yeah. rehire. I heard and, MGM is keeping their they're letting them keep their health insurance until like June. <laughs> oh wow! So that that's something. Well, that's something anyway. <laughs> I don't know how they can do that if they don't work for the company anymore. But well, well, there's but like yeah, laws they, about like know, the, for a few the months. The win is just first rate. They're you know, class act taking care of us and communicating with us and letting us know what's going on. And, you know, I mean, even before the governor stepped in, you know, they were, you know, they were, they were very adamant that nobody needs to worry about their job. Nobody needs to worry about their income mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, kudos to them. Yeah. So far, you know, unfortunately my other job is based on, you know, actually working. There's no vacation time or anything like that. So, yeah, that down was, on that, but uh, th- that was you as like an independent employee. Uh, what do they call that? Uh, uh, independent contractor. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Uh, no, we worked for you know we worked for a company, but I mean it was all, you know, just for comparison's sake. You know, it's basically manpower, but for the entertainment industry. So mm-hmm. like everything was entertainment related. Sure. And with no entertainment going on, there's just no work. Right. And um, this is hold on so. I'm going to go off on a fucking tangent here because this pisses me off every time I see it. And Buggy, you can jump in if you feel like it but because you're part of the entertainment industry and as well as I am. But um, it's something that pissed me off on goddamn Facebook this week is somebody like talking about – they posted a picture of a bunch of like actors and like saying that they're non-essential and blah, blah, blah. Like all this hate towards entertainment people and they're not all fucking million-dollar actors actors out there people some of them are like yeah. us and buggy the guy who runs the lights at the fucking wind show and you know there's a lot of us who do a lot of work in the entertainment industry that are not the million dollar people so when you lash oh, out yeah. at that kind of shit it pisses me off because you know or people that lash out at like um you know uh athletes that make millions of dollars but yeah. there's a whole lot mm-hmm. of people that those people employ as well because of the industry they're in. And if you're so pissed well, off about the, the entertainment industry making this kind of money, then don't, don't participate yeah. in the entertainment industry. Yeah, don't don't go. watch the goddamn shows. Don't go to the shows. Don't watch TV. Don't do anything. What else are you going to fucking you know, do? Like, it pisses me off, man. But anyway, go ahead. Like the, like the sports analogy. You know, yes, there are people that are making millions and millions, but there's also like for everyone that's making, you know, $10 million for a season, you know, there's probably a hundred guys on that, in various teams that are making league minimum, you know, which is oh, absolutely. barely more than I'm making. Not only that, but think of all the people that work for that team, that industry, whatever, that are not athletes, but the support people, the, the yeah. cameraman, the fucking light guy, the fucking whatever, man. There's a lot of shit out there. The that, towel boy. Yeah, man, absolutely. The, Dude, ball, if I, the if, fucking ball boy at the goddamn tennis event. If, I had, fu- just, yeah. if I had just not <laughs> gone to a magnet arts school, I could have just been on a crew with some football player doing their Instagram videos, and I'd be making like 80 grand a year. It'd be great. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> that kind of shit drives me goddamn bonkers. And trust me, I am the people where I come from are all over that because they're, you know, the good old boys, you know, like, folk <laughs> the folks you know not damn, my literal folks but the damn, folks yeah <laughs> damn folks it drives me goddamn bananas when people all lash out at like oh the 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 heroes are the people that are running the grocery stores right now yeah they're doing their fucking job just like everybody else man it's a, you know slow your roll you know what i mean like we're all out of work you know yeah 
Some like, of us yeah, more I mean, than others. And in Vegas, we particularly feel it. Well, you made that choice. That was a choice. Don't. <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> but, you know, there's the, the whole Vegas scene is entertainment industry. And when you lash out at entertainers, guess what? You're fucking everybody. Like people like me, people like Buggy, uh, the guys that are um, with the dustpans cleaning up at the Blue Man Group. You know, they're all uh-huh. part of the enter- entertainment industry. So... Uh, oh well, and, and you know, and right. I would say on top of that, like when when entertainment is deemed non-essential, which I can understand as far as like social distancing that kind of stuff is concerned. Sure, like it is public safety, but you have to keep in mind too, like that is just and like you said, it's an enormous amount of people that are connected to that. So like when you yeah. you know, I well, I do appreciate. You live in the first world, people. Guess what? Most of our most of our industry is service and entertainment. So uh-huh. think about it a little bit before you fucking. Well, for fuck now, off I mean, I mean, you know, after this, we're all going to be in fucking dust mask manufacturing jobs. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'd be happy to get into that industry right now. By the way, my foreign four hundred one k is shite. <laughs> Double down. <laughs> invest now, invest, people. Invest today invest. is now the time to put money into. It. If you got money, invest it right <laughs> invest now. It. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, sorry, we, we completely lost track of what we're percent. Oh, dude, big time. Mine was down, let's see. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, maybe 30, 40%. I yeah, mean, mine's down, time. but there wasn't that much in there because, you know, I'll never be able to retire. Yeah, what's 40% of 2000 uh, <laughs> Like $42? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, the reason that we brought Mr. Buggy on. Yeah, this there's nothing to do with the win. Nothing to do with the win. Um, <laughs> it has a lot to do with uh, some conversation we had a couple episodes ago about, um, I mean, I think I think what what kicked it off was R two Sports, which is the Western United States Pipe Band Association platform that they use for solo registrations mm-hmm. for contests. Solo and band. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if anybody else uses it besides Wispaba. I'm not entirely sure. I think like your mom's soccer team probably uses it. Okay. Yeah, not, I, your, not your mom. I know but. there's a lot of a lot of events that use it. But I believe that uh, Wispaba is the only piping association that uses it. Yeah, because we have a question about, and you know, you know, full disclosure, uh, I work with Buggy on the Highland Games. I'm trying very hard not to say anything that'll get us in more hot water than we've been in the past, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I'll probably fail. Um, but I don't have a you know really good understanding. So R2 is an it's a app. It's an application that's designed for sports teams and has been adapted to piping in some sense. Am I correct in that assumption there, Buggy? Yes. And that would be Pipers, uh, I, do, I believe bands as well. Don't bands pay through R2? Yes. Okay, so yeah, everything just... is everything, uh, to, as I understand it, um, like even registration is done through them. Okay. Um, so, so we, they, it kind of handles it all. We we kind of wanted to one talk about the platform, two talk about because uh, I don't think I don't think people who are in our audience actually have. Ding. Where's the bell? Yeah, I don't know where the, it's probably in the box. Uh, I don't <laughs> think people who are in our audience actually have like a complete understanding of what it takes to throw a pipe band contest. Um, not that it's like rocket science inventing uh, a cure for cancer, but it's fucking hard and there's a lot of moving parts. Yes. Yeah, that there is. 
So I kind of want to, um, I kind of want to lean on you for a bit for this. So like, how do you, how do you feel like the narrative would go best if we started with the platform or if we started with the lead up to what it takes to actually build out a contest? Uh, I, to prevent me from rambling on and on and on, I, I would say, well, maybe, this is, this is the point of the it, show tonight, man, is for you to ramble on and on and educate, have, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta educate the people that are paying money. One people, people who are do. attendees that don't understand what goes on and the people who are organizers that don't fully understand it. More importantly, our audience who does not care how this happens. Well, and people in our audience, <laughs> people in our audience who are, you know, maybe they want to throw their own event. <laughs> well, um, are we doing this whole I thing guess, for Brad? Is that why we're doing this? <laughs> the Tanerant Invitational or whatever the fuck it's called. It took you this long? Oh my God. This is all a setup, people. Don't listen to any of this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Buggy. Uh, so, you know, just maybe a little history to how I got started in this. Um, you know, there was, uh, there was some people who were organizing the contest. They were from out of town. Uh, this is way back in... I don't know, the first couple of years of the Highland Games. Um, and uh, it just wasn't working out, just communication-wise and such. Um, so I was approached to see if uh, if I would be interested in doing it. And, you know, I've always liked kind of organizational type stuff. So Buggy, don't don't you know, sure uh, sell yourself. You're on. a goddamn nerd, and we all love you for it. That's okay, well, I was just looking for a fancy word for it. One, yeah, one other thing. You're a nerd, and you're amazing, and we all love you for it. Don't don't hide your shine under a barrel. Um, one other thing, Buggy, before you continue, I want to point out is that Buggy was, for many years, the president of the pipe band as well. And this is true. because he was so organized. He's Relentlessly organized. organized. So go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why we had board meetings, like, what, every six months well maybe in, maybe in the last year <laughs> don't worry buggy um, uh we are, we're working on a, an amendment that makes people who want to be on the board of the band that should not be named not have to be members correct <laughs> so it's coming buddy um so uh so i stepped in and i tried it and i actually really enjoyed doing it um so i kept doing it and uh you know just year after year making you know seeing what what worked and keeping that and then what didn't work and getting rid of it and finding a better way to do it. Um, and honestly, I think that's that's the key to everything really kind of in life is try something. If it doesn't work, change it and try it again. Well, and I think that... And if it, you know, if it does work, keep doing it. Um, I also think that that's... It's, it's a mentality thing, man. Like... Uh, you know, there happens to be a group of people that get attracted around these kinds of events that just want to do it to do it better, no matter what. And they tend to push out mm-hmm. the people. They tend to push out the people that want to do it to like further themselves somehow or benefit themselves somehow. Like I can, I can guarantee everyone, but it's nothing out of doing piping and drumming for us aside from work. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, you know, on the on the weekend itself, it's fun. It's it's enjoyable. You know, seeing everybody again. You know, hearing the music and kind of seeing. Wishing the you were the playing labor. pipes again. Yes, wishing I was playing again. <laughs> um, you know, and and thinking, you know what, I'm going to practice come Tuesday, and then Tuesday rolls around, and ah, oh, damn, got this going. Tuesday on. rolls around, everyone has coronavirus, you can't go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I and I think also part of my 
you know, my livelihood of being in entertainment slash hospitality has kind of kind of plays a role into that as well because, you know, for so long I've been ingrained in, for you know, that everything has to be perfect. You know, whether that's the show, whether that's guest service, that you know, however that that comes around, it, everything has to be five star. And so I try, you know, being a former competitor, I kind of look at things through the competitor's eye. You know, I competed for six or seven years. So I, I saw, you know, at various games what worked, what didn't work. So it kind of gave me a basis to start from, um, you know, what what I liked about particular games and what I didn't like, you know. So I made sure to steer clear of that, uh, you know, of those pitfalls, um, you know. And the being in the service industry, you know, we always want we want people to be satisfied, and so that's my number one priority is making sure that everybody that comes, whether they're a competitor, a judge, or a spectator, that they have a good time and want to come back, you know, and so that's been, that's how I approach every single thing that I do, is making it good for them. Um, you know, so, I mean, that's kind of my overall philosophy, you know, and then can the nuts I, and bolts, can, let me I mean, dig it can uh, i dig into that a little bit so what do you think makes it wh- what makes vegas's games or or the way you would what would you do or what do you do that makes vegas interesting for people to want to come to in particular um i think that i try i try and get you know, it, it varies on on the particular aspect. Um, you know, from a spectator point of view, um, the band contests. Mm-hmm. I don't have all the MSRs on one day and all the time medleys on another day. Mm-hmm. I alternate them so that the spectator isn't. You know, they get variety with in <laughs> the musical styles. Well, because because most people don't come both days. True. Well, I mean, even if they do, they're not sitting there that entire that whole day, you know, listening to nothing but MSRs, right, you know, which sure. I mean, you know, I mean, it's great music, but if you're listening to, you know, 10 MSRs in a row, I mean, it's kind of like by the end, you're just, okay, you know, how many times can I hear the same tunes again? Oh, um, that, that's like... Yeah, you know, I mean to the world. I'm about to say, yeah, listening to the world, well, yeah. especially I mean, that's, like that's in probably the more a world's problem. Yeah. But you know, I mean, in each grade, you know, bands tend to tend to gravitate towards similar tunes, especially to people who aren't who don't know the tunes themselves. They just kind of know, you know, oh, this one has this kind of style or you know, like this kind of feel to it. But by alternating the the day, you know what sets are played on which days it kind of gives some variety to you know the listener um the judges you know i try and make sure that you know they're that they get nothing Expensive. less than a five-star oh, experience i mean uh taken care of hold on hold yeah, on you know, this is interesting so wait, wait wait you're talking about for the judges experience uh, the judges the judges are part of it i mean yes they're being paid but you know there's nothing saying that they can't have an enjoyable time while oh not at all while there i'll tell you what 
every judge on the planet wants to come to the Vegas games. <laughs> like I hear <laughs> it all the fucking time. Like people will contact me and say like, how do I get the fucking be the judge? I'm like, I have nothing to do with it. You call buggy. I'll forward your name to yep. buggy, but <laughs> I have nothing to do with it. Except that and you, for the record, except that you're, you the put them up. I don't think you forwarded a single name to me. No, I did not. I, I dude, I fucking <laughs> lie my ass off. I have no interest in, I, I could care less who comes to where I tell, I tell everybody, I was like, you call buggy. Buggy talks to you. He tells me how much, and then I tell him no. <laughs> and then I usually tell him no. But more importantly, tell me about that year you sent everybody to Hotel California, and they were all like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> or not hotel? What was it? The California? Well, right? see, oh, I was it the California on? Oh, on Maine? Yes. Yeah. yeah, it was some shit hotel. Yeah, One year, everybody. That got actually sent wasn't Buggy's fault. Uh, no, that was no, that, that was, was the Plaza. Yeah, that was MLK's fault too. Um. <laughs> Yeah, MLK that was, really that was yeah. that hotel was quite quite awful oh I heard about oh, I've heard all about it and I have nothing to do with the games but oh boy have I heard about it <laughs> yeah but uh but you know I mean I can all you know I can only control so much of it you know I don't think we ever went back there no and, and it also comes down to like you know every every year's different I mean every, unlike everyone else uh this is not how we make our living so we just have a very limited set of tools to play with depending on how good the year before was. So it comes down to like, okay, like I would love to put everyone else. I'd love, I'd love to put all of our judges up in the fucking penthouse somewhere where they, you know, have parties and tag us in social media and whatever. The problem is we're, <laughs> we're an actual nonprofit. There's just no way to run that. Like, and they don't know how to use technology for the yeah. most part. But, and, uh, and we get and we get very little return. And they may not show up. They may not show up the next day. Yeah, they may they may still be in the they may still be in the hotel room uh, instead of judging. Exactly. Hey, these things uh, get fixed. Which I I'm saying nothing afterwards because I've already been <laughs> I've already been in trouble. For this. <laughs> <laughs> buggy, buggy, tell me a little bit about like the the way you choose judges. Like, what is that? What is your philosophy there? Um, to be honest, it's been, you know, in the beginning, I, I talked to people, um, about who, who they would like to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've been such a pleasure to work with that I try and keep using them. Um, you know, I try my overall philosophy is I don't want, you know, because Las Vegas is 200 plus miles away from any major city, Mm -hmm. I don't want to get judges that are likely to be at, you know, the the games that are down the street from, you know, so if if they're likely to be used at, you know, Costa Mesa or at, um, San Diego or Phoenix, you know, I try to, to kind of avoid those judges because why are people, you know, my thinking is that why are people going to drive 200 miles just to get a, a sheet from the a judge that they're going to get a sheet from where they have to drive 20 miles to. Sure. Yeah. You know, so I try and get, I try and get judges, you know, I mean, unfortunately at this point in the game, I know that the judges that I tend to use, are quite often used at other Wuspova games, um, you know, because they are so good. Um, do, do you think other people took took your model, though? Like, because there was a time period, I definitely agree, 
where like you would bring in people that you didn't see anywhere else. Like you'd bring Jack Lee in and um, uh-huh. you brought, um, who else? Let me think who else was, who was out of the ordinary. Um, like the dude from fucking Phil, uh, Pittsburgh. Who's um, uh, Andrew Carlisle, Andrew Carlisle, stuff like that, that you don't see on the yeah. West coast all that often. Um, <clears throat> and we still bring, and, uh, and uh right but you don't um, see him and you don't see Greg those guys Abbott, yeah, our, yeah. Um, our, our sleepiest boy Andrew Carlisle <laughs> or but whatever like these these are guys you don't necessarily see at Costa Mesa or Phoenix or wherever maybe you see uh-huh. you tend to see the west coast guys like the Seamus Coins the Callum, uh, Colin Armstrongs the whatever like mm-hmm. the, the usual guys you see um so you're right do you think that actually makes a difference though do bands travel for a different judge if Jack Lee's cause we've definitely had Jack Lee here very often. You've had uh, Jim Sim, you've had uh, Andrew Carlisle, you've had whoever, like there's a bunch of guys that I've seen over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, Ken, Ken Eller. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Ken, Ken Eller. Ken's pretty Ken Eller. Um, um, who's you got somebody coming out this year. You have uh, Dixie coming out this year, right? Is that exactly. well, were, were, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Was canceled. Yeah. Dixie was able to, yeah. Dixie was, <laughs> Dixie so, was planning on, on returning. He last year was our first year using Dixie. Right. So um, like legends you know, in the game, think, but not normal for the West Coast, right? Do you think that makes a difference? Do people travel for that? Do judges or do bands travel for that? Um, I think it depends on, on what the band is doing. Um you know, the I I know in the beginning I got, you know, several people pulled me aside you know, bands that were planning on going to Scotland and they, you know, thanked me for bringing these judges because these judges are the judges that, you know, mm-hmm. are judging various contests at the world. So they're getting Absolutely. feedback that is important to them for the world. Yeah. Um, I know not every band is doing the world and I know that, you know, uh, some bands don't really care but I think for the soloists, I think it, I think it is important because the soloists aren't necessarily coming, um, as part of a band. I mean, we have, you know, a large number of people who come just for the solos mm-hmm. yeah. and, you know, and that, that crowd, you know, like I said, why am I going to, why am I going to go to Las, all the way to Las Vegas to get a sheet from, um, from Joe Blow when I'm going to get that, you know, when I'm going to see him, you know, three weeks later and I don't have to pay for a hotel. I don't have to drive to Las Vegas. I don't have to deal with any of the, anything, you know, like just associated with having to pack it all up and go. I can just be at home and go. Well, and I think that that kind of leads us into uh, a more direct conversation about kind of local events, right? So we, you know, we we teased earlier on like the the platform uh, of RTU, like the working working with your local association. I, I don't I don't want to throw anyone on the bus because I genuinely believe that all of our associations are trying to provide actual value. But like, for example, could you walk us through the process of okay, I'm a solo piper. I pay my fee, I register. So what happens next? Like that money goes to the organizer or it goes to the association? Uh, everybody gets a little bit. Um, the the uh, the games themselves get the majority. Um, in our case, we char- our entry fee is $33. Um, $1 of that goes to uh, R2 Sports. And then there's... Um, 
it's a percentage. Uh, I don't. I, I, I don't know. It's like two percent or something goes to the association, but that's strictly to cover the costs associated yep. Just the with running the credit fee. card. Okay, interesting. Um, so the association isn't making money off of it. Yeah, they're, so, so they're it, only covering their costs. So it like direct deposits to the event through R two. Uh, no. I mean, I, I'm guessing Wuspova holds on to it until the end, um, until the you know until the event has closed, and that way R two gets gets the money that you know they're owed. The association, you know, the for band contests, the association charges um, a fee of, uh, you know, depending on how many bands you have each day. Um, so in our case, we usually have 11 to 15, I think it is, and that's $175 a day. Um, maybe. Maybe 150 I'm not sure exact numbers, but ballpark. So then... Uh, so Wuspova gets three fifty uh, for sanctioning the event and uh, for providing the forms, doing all the paperwork on the association's end and all that. Um, and then R two gets a dollar per entry, and then the rest of the money goes to the games. So before R two came along, we used to charge thirty dollars, and then. You know, when when it was, we had to go to R2, or we were greatly encouraged to go to R2. Um, then we kind of, we upped our fee to $33 to cover our expenses, or, you know, any additional expenses on top of it, so that we were still, the games themselves, were still seeing the same uh, income. Um, and, uh, yeah. That, that's pretty much the financials of it. Okay, so so basically they collect and they cut us a check later? Yes, they collect. Uh, Wispova runs a credit card, so they, they get the $33, and they hold on to it till the end of the event. Um, and then at the end of the event, you know, we tell the, the treasurer, hey, you know, um, I've either already paid R2 because sometimes, you know, R2 is – you know that's their business. So as soon as that event's over, they're sending an invoice, and it's you know they want it paid within a week. Um, so depending on how much wrap up I have, I sometimes just pay it myself and then submit for reimbursement. Well, or, I mean the the question the, I the question I have is like so you know in this in this incredibly rare, rare case where we are reimbursing fees, how does that work? Uh. Wispova is eating all the costs. They are what um, costs? any any costs that uh, you know because I, I don't know how credit card processing works. Um, it's typically run know, through like an authorized net or a Stripe or something like that. It's like a two point nine percent charge ab- above whatever it is. But uh, like if they like if they refund it, I don't know if they have if they still have that charge. Um, if they do, then Wispova is taking care of that. If they if they're getting their money back, then you know then they're getting their money back. Um, but they've also uh, communicated with me that you know that all these contests that are being canceled, um, they're covering the costs associated with R two. And I don't know that, that R two is necessarily even 
charging us because the event is canceled. Um, so yeah, I mean, basically, I would say I would say that view, that makes sense for them to cover the cost though because all the bands already paid registration fees. Yeah, I mean, they're you know they. I think the you know the association is pretty generous in in covering the R two fees. Um, you know that was kind of unexpected. I figured that we were going to have to pay that, um, but you know, we meaning the games. Yes, okay. I mean you know I don't know, you know I mean it's really not much. I mean it's, you know at at the time the games were canceled it was sixty five dollars. You know, and that's. <laughs> Listen, I, I think that I want to know, you know where, it, where my thirty-three dollars is right now. <laughs> we talking about we talking about for the band that shall not be named. The band that shall not be named is thirty-three dollars outstanding to somebody. <laughs> no, it should be it should be back in the account at this point. Would it be electronic? if it's not? Then then contact me and I will. Would it be electronic? I, it I don't remember. I, to be honest, I don't remember how I paid it. it uh, I mean, whatever you know, because they because you're looking the, at me. I didn't pay. It. What the no, treasurer did is he just went through, he logged in to, you know, and went through and refunded every single line item as it, you know. So if somebody paid, you know, paid for a solo registration and a band registration separately, then that, there, and there was two refunds that should have shown up. Um, if there was, you know, if they paid it as one, one block, then it would show up as one block. Um, you know, so I mean, everybody, I haven't been, uh, nobody's contacted me saying that they didn't have it. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Check and make sure that it's there. I'm looking right now. It's not there. <laughs> well, no, that's okay. Uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not interested in that level of nitty gritty. I'm more interested. in. I that. am. I got a band to run motherfucker. Those $33 will cover one month of practice space. Whatever it is, man, we need every goddamn dollar. So, tell you what. so uh, I I get the ease of use to some extent, but I, need, I I suppose I'll need more details probably offline about uh, what what the system actually provides you. But like, for example, well, for me for me personally, the only thing that R two provides is a way for people. Well, is a centralized location. I don't have to worry about uh, envelopes being lost in the mail. I don't have to worry about envelopes showing up past, you know, considerably past the deadline, um, because everything is all everything in the past when it was all mail based mm-hmm. was based on the postmark date. So, right, it could be postmarked on you know on the deadline day, but you know due to various things going on with the post office, I may not see it for a week. So, so the question that I present is, you know, um, and then I've by that point I've already made the schedule. Yeah, the question that I present is, considering that I now do advanced purchase, VIP, and athletics registrations all online through our website, mm-hmm. you know, is is that not just the way to do it? I mean, well, I don't, I don't know what the you know the other associations do as far as membership goes um, with the R two system. They're able to, you know, because people, people give me a number. I assume it's legit and that they're an active member. Um, That's fair. I I believe that the association feels that, uh, you know, there may have been people, you know, saying that 
they were current and they weren't. Um, so the, the association is losing out on that membership fees. Um, you know, which, I mean, that's a whole, that's, but, all, that's, that's for somebody. But not, if they pay, if me. they pay the solo registration fee for my event, then why do I care whether or not they're current with their association? Well, because that's part of being sanctioned and oh, the sanctioning. Okay. If, if we're, if we're sanctioned games, people are more likely to come to our games because they get points towards towards the year like an end. aggregate year end. Yes. Okay. Whereas if, if we're not, if we're not sanctioned, then, you know, basically they walk away with what they walk away with. What does you it know, take? What does it take to be sanctioned? Uh, really it's, um, basically all you have to do is just tell them, you know, what events are you offering? Who's going to be your judges? You know, and assuming that the judges are acceptable, you know, like, I mean, like they're not, they're, they're qualified that those judges are current on their association dues. Um, I mean, that's really the extent of it. Okay. So what, yeah, I mean, what it, so as far as the organizers, uh, like the event organizers, like we are, do we, do we get like, aside from the idea that if you're sanctioned, more people will come, do we get like support? Do we get like a, a representative that comes out and helps out with the event or? Yeah, there's supposed to be a Wispova representative at every event. Um, you said there's supposed to event. be. Huh? You said there's supposed to be. Yeah, there's there's times when it when it kind of slips through the cracks, um, you know. But thankfully, because the association uh, executive board is made up of, you know, active band members, you know, they're not people from outside the association or you know, like there's always been somebody there if there's ever been a problem. That I needed to talk to somebody. So, about. so there's been a representative that attended because they were there for a different reason. Uh, it, there has been, yeah, in the past. I mean, we have had uh, people assigned to us, but then there's also been times when I've had to track down somebody who's there for, you know, competing purposes to get a ruling. That's interesting. So I got um, I I got to ask you a question. Yeah. In your opinion, as a person who's been doing this for many years, what do you think would be the one thing that an event organizer could do to make the process easier and one thing that an association could do to make the process easier? Uh, from an organizational standpoint, I, I would have to say... Um, a more flexible scheduler. Um, currently, the way that R2 has been shown to me, um, it cannot... The whole thing with R2 was that it was going... that it is supposed to be able to do... to lay out your schedule so that people aren't at two places... supposed to be two places at once. Um... And, you know, basically make your life super easy. Uh, for me, part of, you know, part of that experience that I was talking about earlier is making sure that people aren't needlessly standing around. Um, that was one thing that always drove me crazy is I'd get my pipes 
they'd be sounding great. You know, Andy, you'd get my drone sounding fantastic and until you I just screwed them up. Because I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then I'd go and I'd play my one contest, and then I would sit, and my pipes would just go to crap. Um, and then that next one, it was such a struggle trying to get them back sounding how they were. You know, so I try and make sure that I schedule them so that it's one, you know, that in an ideal world, you would go from one platform, have a couple minutes, you know, not not more than five minutes till you played your next one, and then the next one and the next one, and then you're done. Um, you know, I hate it when I, when I, you know, unfortunately, sometimes I have to do the schedule to where somebody plays at 8 a.m. and then they don't play again until 9.30. And to me, that is just awful. I, I see that and, I mean, even though it's not me out there having to actually compete, my, my stomach drops when I see that on the schedule. I'm like, yeah. oh, that just sucks. Um, and I feel bad for those people. You know, and, so if I uh, if I could if I could dump the information of what events they were competing in and their contact info into like a spreadsheet via form on the website, would that make it easier for you? Uh, I don't. Know. I mean, it's something that we could play with, you know. But you know, the it, then it goes back to the whole, you know, well, are is there regi- there are there association dues current? You know, I mean that's. I mean that's not a that's not necessarily a disqualifying factor for me when it comes to the solo contests. Like, no, but that is a disqualifying factor for sanctioning, which you know that is that's important to. I I would I don't know I don't have an exact figure, but I would I would be more apt to go to a sanctioned games than a non-sanctioned games, because I know that that you know what rules need to be followed. I know, you know, that I have to be ready at this time, you know, or I could, I could be disqualified. Um, you know, there's, there's certain structures to it that, you know, that you have to follow that are important. Um, how, how does that, oh, <laughs> sorry, are you there? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, you know, so, I mean, all of those factors, you know, I think are important to attracting people, you know, and the amount of money that we spend uh, on judges and hotels and flights and such, you know, you want to get as many people out there as you can, you know, because that, you know, from a financial point, you know, financial standpoint, the soloists are what are what is helping pay for the judges, you know, so you want to do everything you can to make... If it's any consolation... No amount of soloists or bands can ever cover the cost of piping and drumming. It's it's a complete. Oh, here cost. we go. So here we go, Josh. Don't worry, just, Josh doesn't seem to understand the point of. Just get Stuart play. Little, like get Richard Parks. At this point, trust me, nothing, no amount of registrants can ever even come close <laughs> to how expensive oh, so that is. Well, so this leads me to a question, Buggy, because yeah. I guarantee you, your philosophy is different than Josh's. So. Right, what what do you, my what philosophy do you, hold would on, be let similar? Me ask, let me ask the fucking question because I guarantee you it's not. My philosophy would be similar if I wasn't charged with the financial stability of the organization. Your 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 organization is well financially stable. So beyond Incorrect. that fact, <laughs> beyond that fact, let's just let's just talk about it from a distinct piping 
uh, angle. So, Buggy, mm-hmm. let's assume that you have no boss. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't technically. Well, I mean, yeah, but he's a volunteer. I get it. But I've, so, I've said no to Buggy like three well, times. Let me ask this question first before I go into that question. What what would constitute a success to you as a person who organizes a the piping section of a Highland Games? What, at what what would make you say this was a success? What do you look for to gain? What is your what is your outcome? What what makes you like? What gives you a boner when you're like when this thing's all over and you're fucking hiking chairs on Sunday at seven o'clock at night? Because I've been there with you. What uh-huh. is like, man? You know what? I feel good about the way this went. What what gets you there? Um, zero problems. Zero. You know. Um, you know. Every, basically, everything going off without a hitch. You know, all of the plans coming together. Okay. But you know, what does that mean, though? Like, what what, what constitutes well, you success know, to you? That 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 the the solo contests are running, you know, relatively on time. Um, you know, I know that you know the way I schedule them, they're so tight that it's probably unrealistic for it to to run exactly tighter on time. Than, tighter than nuns asshole. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, cause, and that's the, you know, it all goes back to the, you know, everybody's experience. I, you know, part of the judge's experience, you know, I don't want them sitting there twiddling their thumbs. I mean, first off we're paying for them. So damn it judge. Um, and, uh, you know, but second off, I can only, uh, you know, not having been in that position, I can only imagine how boring it is to sit there waiting for five minutes for your next competitor to show up. You know, because I know a lot of games, they they just block it in ten minute increments. Sure. Um, and if and if they run out of time, they add a judge. Um, you know, which they kind of have the luxury of doing, because they have fifty judges that are within you know thirty miles of their games. Sure. Yeah. You know, we don't. You know, anybody that comes here, we're having to fly them in. We're having to pay for a hotel, um, and. You know, so if we have to add judges, it's a huge expense for us. Um, that other that games, other games don't necessarily have that issue. So, you know, I try and schedule things tight. Um, you know, not only for you know from the competitors' experience, but also for the judges, so that the, you know they're not bored, and also from you know Josh's perspective, so that he's not having to pay for everybody. Right. You know, so I try. So even Josh, I try to give a five star experience to. Well, no, no, no. I get it. Like <laughs> I've had so a four you, and a half star experience you, you for many a, years. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> you have a couple different masters you have to answer to. I get that, but like, like, let's take the finances out of it. Like, what may, what constitutes a successful games to somebody that organizes the piping side of it? I know what Josh wants. He wants people through the door. That's all that really matters uh-huh. in the end, right? Um, well, it, to the finances. That's do you want me to? Do you want me to? No, I don't. So the I job. Don't care. Nobody everybody, cares. everybody has a job. Nobody cares. Everybody has a job, <laughs> right? I want to ask Buggy what his. job I know, is. and we're gonna get to we're gonna get to Buggy's job because because he is very articulate and he he knows what he's doing. Everybody has a job. My job is the longevity of the event. That's the only reason I'm in the position I'm in right now is I have to make decisions based on the longevity of the event no matter what happens. Sure. I get that. Buggy's job 
and he'll be able to elaborate this better than I will, is to ensure a good amount of competitors and that they enjoy the best experience they can have on the West Coast as far as piping and drumming contests. But if you were, if if you had your druthers, you would have no piping and no no pipe bands, no nothing, because it doesn't make you any money. No, that's exactly what you've said because times. No, because the the goal of the organization. I've heard it too. The yes, goal of the exactly. organization <laughs> is the promotion of Celtic culture in Southern Nevada. Unless it's a nonprofit organization. Oh, I get it. No, I, I'm well aware. <laughs> it, trust me. Until you say shit like, trust oh, me. this makes me no money. The, the judges are, who gives a fuck? Uh, the pay pans just cost us money. <sighs> but they do. don't have a fucking event, man. Well, yeah. What the fuck? No, we still have an event. But no, obviously. But I mean, we would still have an event, but it wouldn't be the event that, <laughs> it wouldn't be the event that our customers have become accustomed to by any means. Right. So are you trying to Vegasify the thing? You know what I mean? Like no. make it bigger and better. No, than but the margins, other. I do want it to be bigger and better than anything, but the margins are very small, man. Like, Oh, I get it. Someone has to be the dickhead who is, you know, I'd love to bring SFU down and have a grade one contest with them and someone else. I can't do it. Can't, right. can't fucking happen. Right. No, there's no, yeah, that, no if, I get it. if I could do it. And eventually, in the next three years, I'll have enough money to do it. Maybe, hopefully, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Like, I would love to have that. That would get that would get me rock hard. Six to midnight. I'm I'm ready to go. Would it make you practice though? No. no. Uh, <laughs> but like, <laughs> someone's got to be. At the, least he's honest. <laughs> no, I, no, I appreciate the honesty. Someone's someone's got to be the person that's looking like the ten year plan, man. No, absolutely. And now this year, especially, like, yeah, it makes sense. well. And the only reason that we're not totally fucked now is because I've been a just complete penny pinching dickhead. This is why for Buggy, five years. This is why Buggy doesn't hand the judges five hundred dollars in cash. <laughs> hey, go get some fucking cocaine and hookers yeah. on free like, when you're staying at the hotel. California. Like the only the only reason we're not completely <laughs> fucked currently is that I've been a penny pinching dickhead for five years. And so we have we have the tools and we have the resources we need to rebuild and go for 2021. But someone's got to be that person, man. No, the reason nobody's, nobody's, the dis- reason that nobody's exist, discounting the fact that that's an important position. The reason that the I exist that you is so that constantly say that the reason the, I exist is so that people like Buggy can say, "Here's how we make the best band contest," and argue with me until I give him, you know, eighty percent of what he wants. Right. No, I I get all that. That's all part of the process. But when you discount the performers who make the event, whether it's athletes or bagpipers or soloists or whatever the fuck it is, I don't discount the you, par- you do it all the fucking time. I don't time, discount dude. the performers that make you the event. All the only time. the pipe bands. You do it all right, exactly. <laughs> you do it all the fucking time. Like athletes bring anybody in. Who gives it? Like it does it matter? Are they all equal? Are they all unequal? Does it fucking matter? People, if you didn't have pipers, would not come to the event. If you didn't have how many times have you been threatened like, oh my God, the wicked tinkers aren't coming, so we're never coming. You, the event still fucking happens, right? Yeah. So, but you still... But if someone told me Phoenix Pipe Band ain't going to be there competing in grade four... But if you had no pipe, I wouldn't cancel the event. You wouldn't have any. <laughs> like, people wouldn't come. Guarantee it. If you had nothing but athletics, I could have an athletes only contest. No, I just, see pay, what I just pay two bands. But that would be the year that I had SFU. Maybe, but how would that work out? <laughs> we cancel the band contest. I save twenty grand by bringing SFU down for nine. They play everything. Done. Okay, do that. See how that goes for you the following year. Doesn't Think really for the future. It doesn't really. How's that going to work out? For well, you? I can't do it because it doesn't fit the mission of the organization. Right. You got to keep so, in mind, I'm on mission. Are you? Yes. 
when you constantly berate all the performers. I didn't. I did, hey, me berating them hasn't caused them not to come. I'm still. I'm still on mission. I'm still helping all these people. No, I'm not. Just because I'm I, not saying they hey, don't come. Just because they don't know it. I know it. Just because I. It. Just because I. This fucking show. Nobody listens to this goddamn. Just because I fuck on them. What are the shits? Just because I fuck on them doesn't mean I don't still pay them. Like it's it's fine. Everybody's just gotta know their place. You know, like nobody, no part is. Is, is that no what it's all part. about for you? Is it all ego? Like everybody's got another place. I am the man in charge. <laughs> no, and it's all gotta come down to what I decide. No, I actually, it actually, has nothing to do uh, with that because nobody gives a fuck. Dude. I actually had a resignation denied recently, but what explain this? What are you talking? No, about? no, no. I don't first even know what you're first. talking about. <laughs> uh, like everybody has a place here. As long as you know what it is, yeah, it's fine. Do your job. Do your job. Mm-hmm. And be reasonable within that job. Guess what? That's I've said fair. it for years. Do we take a huge loss on piping and drumming? Absolutely. Will I take it every single year if it continues to make good piping contests? Fuck yeah, I will. But you don't I'll seem find to understand. Else. I'll find corporate money. I'll find whatever fucking money I can. You don't seem to I understand can. by constantly repeating that, that mantra that you're berating the people that are doing the work. Oh, I'm sorry. Their feelings are fucking hurt, but I'm the one working for free to find sponsorships. So are the rest of us. I'm the one working for free to find sponsorships for them to come play my event. So are the rest of us. We show up for fucking free. Prize money and travel money, baby. Prize money and travel money for all the expense that it takes. Let's assume you're an out-of-town band, not the home band, which is one per every city. Let me... Let's just... Let's... Do you come out positive on that? If Fuck you, no, dude. You if come you out are the massively band, negative. So, like, Las Vegas, the band should not be named. The okay. home band. Yeah. What's the travel money you guys got in a typical year? 400 bucks. Split Vegas? that. I don't know. Split that among every single person that attended. Or no, 250. Yeah, whatever. Something like that. So, 250 among every single person that came. Okay. How much money is that per person? 250 like maybe 12 bucks a person you got paid more to be there than I did to organize the event that's ridiculous concept in fact I lost you think you're a fucking hero because your fucking ego gets more out of this (laughs) than my $12.50 I'm just saying because you live for this fucking ego shit I'm just saying all the people you're telling me this is I donated like 500 bucks last year like to to what to the event how jackass to what uh, let's see. I well, no, actually, let's see. I paid the eighteen hundred dollar fucking health fee. Buggy, is this uncomfortable for you? I only, by got, the way? I only got refund a <laughs> no, little bit. No. Like I, I bought equipment. Um, guess water. Yeah, no, I'd say I'm, I was out like twelve hundred dollars last year. Twelve hundred dollars out of your own pocket. Yes. And you didn't report this. Non reimbursed. All right, Josh is a hero. Everybody, he donated twelve hundred dollars to no. A, to a I'm just. Event. I'm just saying, people are putting these fucking events on. I'm sorry that I can't pay everyone $100 a day to be there. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that. All I'm saying is give us a little bit of goddamn respect for showing up and supporting your event. Dude. I'm not asking for $1,200. I'm asking you not to fucking berate us because, oh my God, we... We don't even need to pay the. We don't even need the bands to show up because people are going to show up regardless. That's everyone's. Bullshit. Everyone's got another bullshit. spot, man. Bullshit. Everybody's got another Everybody's spot. Everybody's got another spot as well as you do. Yeah. Know your fucking spot because you have no event without participants because nobody's going to show up to watch fucking the, the main stage fucking you're not gonna get fucking I don't, how many people come to the games every year uh, last year we Excuse had 10,500 over two days okay it's probably not equal but let's just say 5,000 a piece right just no it's like 70-30 okay that's fair enough it doesn't really matter but if you have nothing but the main stage who you have to pay significant amount of money to even get them to fucking show up unlike 
12, as, 12 as, to, as Buggy as says, as, 10 to 14 pipe bands as as piping and drum who do this close. shit for their own, for their own uh, enjoyment and also for the... F- they're not doing it to support you. Don't get me wrong. The pipe bands from California could care less whether the Vegas game survives. They're showing up to be judged. But the fact that they show up and the is bringing people in to want to see, oh my God, I love bagpipes. I get to see them once a year. I'm going to go to the Highland Games and get them to fucking show up and, and go enjoy myself and sit in the grass and listen to pipe bands and listen to Wicked Tinker or who the fuck, whatever. Go watch some guy throw a pole. Whatever it is, it's the whole thing combined that's important. And that's the what fact we that say. you de- degrade any particular group, which so happens to always be the pipers because we're, all, we're thrown off in the corner, which, okay, that's not fair why, enough. That's not why I degrade the pipers. You got to keep in well, mind. We're not... The we're, entire we're the entire event the athletics the entire event is split into sections for me. I have like eight departments essentially. No, no, no. okay, that's fair. You got and, the dancing, you got the athletics, and, you got and, the pipe band, and I have and I have incredibly accurate statistics on what costs me more, what makes me more. Honestly, the thing that makes the most money: vendors and clans. Easy. They fucking make they they are the aside from people walking in the gate. Mm-hmm. That's like a, the only department that pays for itself. Athletics does not pay for itself either, but their, <laughs> Think costs, about it, but vendors, their costs are a well, lot less. Vendors make sense because vendors make money. Yeah. Clans is a bunch of people that couldn't make it in bands or athletics or dancing. <laughs> so they're sitting there fucking having goddamn picnics. So yeah, pay your fucking way, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm okay with that. But there's a bunch of people yeah, who are working their ass off. A lot of these things cost less than piping and drumming. Which, like what? Like I don't, I don't vendors know and to. clans and athletes and dance vendors make and that's a totally different thing. I they spend, make money, so you, of course you should. I do. Them. You know what though? I do. Wait, I don't spend more on beer. No, I don't. But you make money on beer. I do yeah, make money on beer. Charge for it. That's because we're one of the rare. We're one of the rare events where we run our own concessions on that. So, I'm my my simple. Let me just put it simply. I'm not saying pay anybody more. That's not my argument. My argument is respect the people that show up more because I feel like. We are disrespected in general, all games, but Vegas in particular, because I'm here. So I'm, I hear it more. I just think but you guys are, I'm not saying you're just, the only one. I think you guys are just more sensitive. No, I don't. I don't Cause think. like if you, if you've interacted with any of the athletes, I, I, I think, should, I well, should talk I the athletes correct, way more, but there's also a lot more people. I mean, keep in mind, like buggy, you've been in these meetings. I should talk to the athletes nonstop. Yeah, buggy, start over again. Say what you're going to say. I, there's a lot more pipers and drummers than there are of anything else. You know, there's, they outnumber the athletes, they outnumber the dancers, you know? So yeah, By I mean, far, of course they're yeah. going to cost more. No, that makes sense. You know? I mean, I, I think if you look at it per, you know, per person, you know, like per band member, per soloist, it's probably on par with any other event, you know, it probably costs the same per person for the athletes. Right. That actually brings up me an interesting question for me, Buggy, is how, like, what, I actually have, I literally have no idea how this works, but let's say a soloist pays $33 or whatever it is to play in a solo contest. What uh-huh. percentage of that, say, just as a general statement, I don't, I know. I'm sure the specifics are more d- difficult than that, but like what goes into paying the judges versus the games versus like of that $33, what goes to what and what? And why oh, I, is. I honestly don't even know. I mean, it's just, it's more, it's money that goes kind of, I guess, into the general fund. Well, obviously, you know? but like in the end, like it's important. I would think it was important to know that like 
okay, so like half the money goes to funding our judges because this actually is what came up a couple weeks ago. Keep going, and, and have some of this. Yeah, sure, sure. Is that like we were discussing like, like okay, let's say it charges $33 per judge. You, you hire five or six judges per for piping, maybe two judges for drumming or whatever it is. So you got maybe seven judges for this whole thing and you're making this much money per person and there must be some like point that like so much of the like what is the point of charging thirty three dollars? You're obviously covering your costs, right? Uh no, it was um back in the very beginning it was twenty dollars, but then you know it was just costing so much uh to put on piping and drumming that um we had to up the, the fee to thirty dollars. And then um yeah, just just to kinda kind of soften the blow i mean we do you still come out negative with judges even though people are paying 30 whatever it is per person do you still come out negative? i missed the first part of that the question was do you still come does the games as a whole or your your division of the games come out negative with judges even with all even with all the people that pay to cover the judges cost yes yes you know they um this the soloists help soften the blow right you know but the reality is that you know i mean the there is a an additional cost with you know having the judges do solos but you know the it's it's not as much as you know even just airfare you know covering the airfare portion of things right you know i mean that that gets so you know just to fly a judge out here is you know it, you know using my philosophy um i mean it it runs us you know three four up to six hundred dollars um you know so i mean we generate you know we usually have a probably about 120 you know between solos and bands we'll have about 120 uh, uh entries okay. you know so i mean i uh I don't know. You're better at math than I am. Right now. <laughs> well, I have a calculator on my computer. I can certainly work it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how many? I'm how many competitors? Driveway. So, um, you know, so it doesn't. You know, it, it helps offset the judge cost, but it does not, by any means, cover the judge cost. Gotcha. Okay. Um, you know, and then you factor in on top of that prize money and travel money, and right. you know, I mean, it costs. I think uh, probably about twenty twenty five thousand a year to, you know, like negative on piping and drumming. Like, like net negative. Yeah. After all is said and done. Yeah. Yeah. After everything's said and done. We'll typically, we'll typically pull in like 3,600, maybe 4,000 in like revenue. Yeah. I mean, it'll be, you know, we'll have in entry fees and such, uh, there'll be um, about 4,000, you know, but we're still, you know, we'll spend 26, So okay. yeah, it's a, it's, it's no cheap thing, you know, but yeah, sure. so, you know, I mean, that's real quick. I want to, I think, I think, I think, uh, we should get into some final thoughts. Um, and then we can interact with the audience a bit. Cause we do have some, we do have some people in the chat that are interested in what's going on. And if you are, you know, not in the chat, uh, patreon.com slash chain rent, or actually this episode was on for free on all our social media channels. Please like us on social so that we can surpass the RSPBA. We're not that far. 
but uh, Buggy, I want to start with you, man. So piping and drumming contests, like, you know, I think everyone's had a decent amount of a break. A lot of things are canceled. Uh, there's not that typical rush to come up with the next thing. Like, what are what are some of the ideas you have as far as like how do we make this better for everyone involved? Because I feel like you do you do treat it with an entertainment uh, background kind of style of like okay, people got to come, but they also have a good time. How do you think you should make it? How do you think you could make it work better for both event organizers and also the participants? Uh, from the event organizer point of view, um, a better, a more flexible scheduler. Um, I started to touch on this earlier, but, uh, you know, like being able to adjust the, the times that you, that are blocked out for each, uh, each different type of event, you know? So currently I use, uh, I think it's six minutes for, you know, uh, a two, four or six, eight, uh, grade four March. Um, you know, but the, like the program that the, the model that R2 uses every event gets a set amount of time, um, which doesn't work for me. Uh, so I end up, I, I end up not getting the benefit of most of what R2's selling point is that, uh, you know, that, that it will schedule everything for you. Um, but that doesn't work for me. So I end up having to schedule it myself. Uh, that's, that's so my you're, biggest. You're still kind of doing the legwork. Uh, to some extent. Yes. I mean, I'm not having to, to worry about, is this person current on their, their dues? Um, have they sent me the correct amount? You know, is there a PBROC deposit, you know, if needed? Um, you know, I don't have to worry about any of those details. You know, that, that part's taken care of for me, which allows me to kind of get a little bit of a later start. You know, I mean, my crunch time is still my crunch time. That hasn't changed. And it, I don't think, you know, unless there's a better scheduler out there, I don't think it ever will. You know, from that, you know, three weeks out from then on, that's when, you know, I mean, I'm like dead focused on it. Um, before it, you know, I had to be dead focused on it, you know, for three months, you know, so, so it's kind of, it's, that's really helped me out. Um, help, yeah, but scheduling is a big, is a big thing. You know, that's the, you know, that, that's my biggest problem. And, but it's also my biggest joy when I get it right. When I, when I see it, you know, everybody playing, I want it, how I want to see it go, not big breaks and such, uh, you know, either for the contestants or the judges, you know, I mean, that's, that's what gets me going. Um, and then, uh, so that would be from, you know, from an organizer's point of view, the one way to improve, um, from a participant, uh, I, I don't know. I, I've brought this up before, but you know, I, and I understand why it doesn't happen, but a, uh, you know, some type of a, a participant entrance um, is, you know, is something that, you know, is, it's been a dream of mine for years because currently, you know, if you've never been to Las Vegas games, um, you enter from one of two, two entrances and then you have to hike 
a half mile back the way you just came um, to get to the piping and drumming area. Um, and when you're lugging, you know, when you've got kids and pipe cases or drum cases and, you know, wheelbarrow or not wheelbarrows, uh, wagons, you know, with drums in them or pipes or whatever, you know, everything that you need for the band for that day, you know, that walk can get pretty, uh, pretty harrowing, you know, especially with all the gopher holes. Maybe just better tuning spots. I think that that might be, you know, something that, you know, would be important for the the competitors, uh, whether it be bands or soloists. Is, you know, right now it's just kind of, you know, find a spot, you know, and mm -hmm. shade is becoming an issue there. You know, there's not, there's not as there seems to be less shade each year. Oh, you haven't even seen the most recent developments. No, I haven't. Um, hopefully, you know, they'll be done doing whatever they damage they're going to do by the next year. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, there, there's never been a, a tuning, you know, like there's never been a, you know, okay, you go here, then you go here, then you go here, then you're on, you know, I mean, I, I know we're not the world's. But it doesn't mean we can't strive to be. I like did the like ones. I did like the secondary tuning area when we were overseas. Like I don't think we could do they three. Had, they had a third one. I, we couldn't. <laughs> we don't have enough space physically to do three. But no. Yeah. Uh, to be, I'll I'll be honest though. The other games, and I think this is partly buggy and partly the volunteers they get. But you know, so the games I didn't mention me at all. No, this has nothing to do with you. Is that like you have that one volunteer Nelson who is very uh -huh. good at one he recognizes who the bands are and two he gives you plenty of warning as to when you're when you're due, and he will hunt you down and find you and he's very good at it. I don't yep. Nelson as a human being I don't love him I mean I know him well but he's very good at doing you've had him out for quite a few years now and he's very yep. good at doing that job and uh, you don't have a specific tuning area but he's very good at like all right you guys can go there. This is what's coming up next. This is where you got to go, blah, blah, blah. And which is, I mean, on the West Coast, there's not a lot of that. I, uh, no. well, I mean, I Dude, the experiences we've had where people didn't know who the fucking judges were, didn't know who the competitors were, thought there were three bands only when there were four bands. Like, I mean, it's not in recent memory, but. Oh, it's definitely happened. But it's yeah. happened. Where, yeah. like, people, we had stewards that had no earthly idea what the hell was going on. Right. And as well run as the RSPBA things are in general, like, at least because and this is i chalk it up to the fact that you have consistency in your volunteer for that specific job that that person always knows who's going when and, and who they are and that's so important that's what rspba gets right and a lot of the smaller games get wrong is that it's always somebody that barely knows what they're doing which mm -hmm. we, which in the solo contest which is what went wrong with that year with voldemort is that like the the stewards didn't know who was who and didn't know what they were doing and had no comprehensive how this was supposed to go so shit went to went to hell right but in the band contest at least it's always smooth at least in my experience in the last few years at least definitely uh -huh. so that's a that to me is a, a positive for sure and i don't know if that's intentional or whatever but it's it it's worked so i would definitely well, keep it's, that going you know it, it's dependent upon the volunteers you know having an enjoyable time themselves you know sure. and you know the the bands are very courteous to you know, to the stewards and which makes their experience enjoyable. So they want to come back. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I, I was slated to have 
Uh, five out of six people come back from last year. And that's, that's the first time I've ever had that good of a return. Sure. Um, for solo you know, shooting or overall, or what are we talking? Overall, you know, oh. I mean, it, you know, from solos and bands, you know, I mean, Nelson has been a, has been just a freaking stalwart for me. I mean, I don't, I don't even have to call him. I mean, he just knows, he yeah. knows to show up at one o'clock. He knows, you know, that, in my we're opinion, Nelson drum majors at one. We're going to be doing that, band at one thirty. Yeah, no, I agree. Like Nelson is definitely the best guy that you have, from what I see. And you have a lot of consistent people. I've seen like Ingrid; yeah. she's there every year. Uh, yep, seen, she does I've, a fantastic job with the with the drum the solo. Again. She does all the solos and stuff. I've seen people yeah. that do a good job, and they're consistent. And that's important is to get that consistency, so they know what they're doing cons- every year, and they know who the because competitors are. They know what the kilts look like. That's so important. Exactly, because then they can provide a better experience for the competitor. Absolutely, absolutely. There's nothing worse than like getting yelled at by some steward who doesn't know when you're supposed to be on. Like, oh, or who the judge now. is? Like, or, give me a yeah. fucking warning, dude. Like, I've been to those games too, where there's some jerk off mm-hmm. who doesn't know what he's doing, yells at you because you're up now and nobody warned you. Well, Sco, rip right into <laughs> your final thoughts, man. Well, that's this is in the end. That's what I'm. That's the point is that I think. The Vegas games, from a piping perspective, is fairly well run compared to most games. And, like, I mean, it's just because it's consistent, and that's really important. As a pipe major walking a band into a circle, you need consistency, communication, um, you know. Uh, shade. Shade, that would be nice. People, I mean, <laughs> people who give a damn. Trust me, if they let me plant trees, I would. Yeah, you know, it's hard to complain because, like, you know, everybody, <laughs> it's kind of like everybody, it's like every man for themselves, like whoever gets to the shade first and whoever wants to start warming up first. But you also know that you want to be, a, I mean, if you're smart about it, you want to be more or less the last band actually playing. You want to play for maybe 15, 20 minutes before you actually go out there. But everybody else, all the other grade five and grade four bands are playing for an hour. So they're standing well, say, in the yeah, shade it's, for an hour. It's smart, it's smart planning, right? Like <laughs> you, you want to you play for like maybe, maybe on the hour for 10 minutes maybe. on the hour for a couple times and then like boom just, just go, go right in yeah. but that's something we learned when we were over no, I've known it for there. years like yeah sure. like <laughs> but like, yes. don't don't blow your shit don't, don't don't leave your best set on the practice field correct and that's what but you know Vegas games overall compared to a lot of games has more shade than most definitely more than Flagstaff <laughs> which has none because it's not in the middle of a dirt field <laughs> it's in the middle of a big dirt field hey look at all those trees surrounding us oh yeah. could we go over there no, no. there's a fence <laughs> but anyway yeah no I think overall the, the games is the, the piping side of the games I mean I don't know I don't pay attention to anything else but the piping side of the games is pretty well run overall minus 2018 but other than that <laughs> <laughs> the solo contest in 2018 was shit but other than that no I'm just kidding <laughs> Oh, one more final thought is this. Uh, Buggy, when are you going to come back to the band and play with us again? Yeah, man. You know, when I can find time to practice. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Nobody else in the band does. Why would you? Here's the time. Here's the time for you to practice. Tuesday evening, six to seven. Just like like 80% of the band, apparently. Well, you know, I mean, at that time, I mean, there was, you know, it was about the opposite way. You know, 80% were putting time in, in, you know, between practices sure no i get it and i was not and i could feel my blowing well one of the one of the things i always appreciate about buggy is he because he's so insanely organized he was always he had like a schedule of his practice and when he couldn't get to it he felt like oh well i can't contribute so i'm gonna back out blah 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 
not realizing that he should have just stayed on because he was still playing pretty well. He's still he's still better than eighty percent of the band. Yeah. So why not just fucking do what you got to do? Yeah, just suck it up. <laughs> just do what I do. Practice once a week and uh, be at good. Tuesdays, yeah, yeah. Be shit up blowing and blame everything on the read like Josh. Yeah. <laughs> like that one time I did that. Oh my god. And Angel, don't forget Angel. Oh yeah, well Angel, of course. <laughs> also show up to every single gig. Well, hey, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Like we're not critiquing that. That's definitely a strength of yours. You, you, and not Angel. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Josh, you have any final thoughts in regards to this? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm very excited to hear about some of the some of the ideas that were presented. Um, you know, I'm I, I'm always going to be outnumbered when it comes to some of the realities. Just like I am when I talk to athletes. Just like I am when I talk to dancers. Just like I am when I talk to parking folks or entertainers or whatever. Mm-hmm. But just know that. There's there's someone counting beans that uh, is trying to get you everything you want, uh, but can't because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just phys- it's just financially and fiscally and just empirically impossible. There's no way to get through it. It's it's not that hard to show people respect. No, it doesn't take much at all. No, but I mean, and it's not about money, dude. I I played in the contest last year. Like I loved it. They, mm-hmm. I was so excited for the first year where I actually got to play with my band at my own event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was very exciting for me. Um, ever no one can argue that I don't love piping and drumming because I put so much dumbass time into doing it and talking about it and facilitating events for people to do it. Mm-hmm. But all I ask for everyone else is to show me the same respect and understanding that I got hard decisions to make too. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't make those decisions, then there would be no event for anyone to play bagpipes at or throw telephone poles or jerk off or drink beer or <laughs> fuck in the bushes or whatever. Like, or in a completely open field. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, uh, you know, I, to each their own, I suppose, would be my my final words. Um, as long as you I understand, want to sign up for that event. yeah, yeah. I want as to long do that too. as long as you understand that uh, I don't I don't treat any portion of an event as if it were more or less. As long as they're completely good with me being a hundred percent honest with them all the time. Because trust me, I had I've had this argument with athletes for two years. And Highland Dance, luckily, is just kind of a blip on the radar. And don't even get me started on shortbread. <laughs> well, I'm well aware of those. Arguments. So, like, just, you know, just know that I have a deep love for all aspects of the event. And our mission, we have not failed at. Our mission is always to support Celtic culture in Southern Nevada. As a re- I'm speaking now as a representative. Celtic culture in Southern Nevada, that means pipes. That means athletes. That means dancers. That means food. That means children's games. That means uh, you're going to park farther away than you'd like to. Sorry, there's nothing to do about that. Uh, when I'm eventually mayor, I'll just pave all of that entire place. Mm-hmm. There's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, hey, man. Or parks and rec director. Put a break know, in the I fence know. on that fucking corner, right? Where all the pipe. I don't have go. to put a break in the yeah. fence. They and break put their one, own. Put one, vo- well, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> they put, put one their- volunteer there who has all the names of the bands. That knows what the fuck's oh, going on. It only, can't be that difficult. If only no, you knew. It trust me. We do will call for. We do will call go. for other folks. You're trust me. There are people who walk up to the East Gate that are in full garb and don't have their tickets. And I'm like, sorry. <laughs> like, listen, man. That's oh, yeah. their responsibility. Well, I'm not do, saying take the responsibility. Just hands. do that, but over by piping and drumming. Yeah. So there's less travel time. We'll park them. We'll park them right in the middle of the uh, driveway where everyone else needs to get through to get to the back lots. It'll be amazing. 
dude, perfect. Dude, it's not going to be that big. Because that front solved. lap or how about this? so fast that everybody's parking 17 miles away anyway. How about this? Anyway. Uh, everyone can suck it the fuck up and stretch their marching legs first thing in the morning. Dude, when you're carrying drums, 17 drums, because you're the oh, drum sergeant drums, and nobody else. My drums are so heavy. My pipes are so heavy. See, this is the disrespect that your show to it's the people so that have a lot to do. <laughs> when have you ever seen me bitch about carrying stuff to the carrying the tents on my shoulder to fucking Flagstaff setup area? I don't give a fuck. When did just you carry? I'll tents? tell you what. I'll tell you what. Be a be a fucking pipe band member and uh, nut up. Carry your shit. No, that's fair. But also, maybe think about travel distance and like guys that are carrying a bunch of shit. That's that's uh, fair too. I'd say nut up. Just don't be a pussy. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll, we'll disagree on this. Schlep it in. Be a man. All right, man. That's cool. I got people with carts, man. Flag someone down. They'll help you. That's cool. I guarantee you SFU shows up. You're going to break the fucking fence. Show that same <laughs> respect to everybody. Well, I've already broken the bank at that point, so why not break well. the fence? <laughs> L.A. Scott's. Let's put it that way. Or whoever. I don't know. Fuck oh, man. Up. I can get SFU for cheaper, I think. <laughs> Probably. They're, they're not as far up their own ass. <laughs> They just they just know they're the best. Uh, they they don't have to talk about Sorry. it. Sorry, they know it. <laughs> Sorry, Colin, but Colin's not in charge of the Scots anymore. Oh, that's funny. So, uh, Buggy, uh, it's awesome to have you here, man. It's great to talk. to yeah, you. Yeah, man, I so love long. you, buddy. I miss you. Yeah, this is it's great to talk pipe bands. You know, I usually I mean, only see Buggy like four months a year. I see him. No, I see him like once a year. It's been for you, and yeah. he was like one of my best friends for a long time. Um, yeah. And then, like, he just fucking had kids. He got married. He had kids, and then everything went to hell. Just he's like got, he's got like life. seventeen kids, fourteen dogs, <laughs> and we don't play StarCraft anymore. We used to play StarCraft. <laughs> oh, so it's well. So, see, now, now, so now he's I'm PC PC make, Master Race. On my laptop tonight. Well, PC Master Race with StarCraft and wow. But other than that, who gives a shit? <laughs> well, I gotta say, Buggy, uh, I'm really glad you came on, man, and I'm really proud of us. For not just ranting on a thing without understanding it, we actually held off until Buggy came on the show. So uh, I don't know, you know if we have any better understanding, but now we, we can rant. I think now we, we can it. be assholes. No, we now we just show. now we just create an alternative <laughs> to that platform, <laughs> and uh, it pays us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fair enough. I yeah. like it. I like it. Well, thanks, Bug. Yeah, I love you, brother. Well, uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's uh, it's been fun, you know. I don't get to talk about this kind of stuff nearly as much as I'd like to. It was good to have you on when you weren't berating us for being complete. A-holes. Oh well, he can do that in the post show. <laughs> yeah, no, you can do that. Yeah. In future, so uh, real quick, I just want to say, I'll do that uh, next time. Thank you, everyone. And this post show is going to be a little different because obviously it was a free link to everyone, so anyone can participate in the post show. But I'm going to quickly just play the sting, and then we're going to get in some questions from the audience. I know who I want. But who who do you want? Goose. You're goose. <laughs> well, you were already goose. You're already dead. <laughs> <laughs> you already died. You're just, you're just a reanimated goose. <laughs> talk to me, goose. Talk to me, dude. I say that all the fucking time. That was like a thing I do. Like talk to me, goose. Right before you climax. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> 
Uh, Bucky could be Goose. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. 